Pacing the Third, Spooky Christian Podcast. I am back after a hiatus dealing with getting out of school, which I graduated this past June with my bachelor's degree um, in biblical studies. And that was an experience. It was an experience. I really love the school that I went to. I really love the professors and how I really saw God working in that situation. But I'm back. Um, Also, back after dealing with, you know, just life itself, figuring out how to go about just every aspect of life, you know, just how life goes and wanting to be as real as I can with you guys and speak on real things. And, you know, even with dealing with the political landscape that we're dealing with right now with racial issues in this country. And actually, I want to say even within the church, um, because whether we want to realize it or not, it's affecting the church, whether we're arguing about who's silent, who's saying what, who's saying what and how they're saying what um, we're 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 just in that in that environment or in that time right now and i believe how the church reacts is going to be how the world is affected and at the end of the day i pray that we all remember that we belong to christ and that we love one another like christ loves us so that we can show the world what true love is true love is true brotherhood is true brideship is truly what the church is supposed to be that is my prayer, my hope, and my desire. So, with that being said, like I said, I'm back. And today, we're going to be talking about decisions. Decisions, decisions, decisions. So, I'm going to come back to you in just a moment. going to get started. And pray you guys are blessed by what we are going to be talking about today. As for... Uh, welcoming me back I want to welcome you back and my prayers is that we get more and more episodes in we're going to finish this summer out strong and today like I said we're going to be talking about decisions decisions and I think decisions are the basis for a lot of things in our life and what we make as a decision will make a foundation for who we are what we are and those types of things. So we're going to go get, go ahead and get started. I remember a, a while back, a few weeks ago, um, I thought about decisions while I was at church. And while thinking about the decisions we make, um, I, I know that there are consequences behind those decisions. My pastor was preaching this uh, series called I Love My Family. And he was on this particular Sunday, he was preaching on marriages and different aspects of marriages but it wasn't during the sermon that I had this thought epiphany or revelation but the thought about decisions came during worship um the thought was so strong that I had to write it down and I even posted it on my personal Facebook page um I didn't just write it write the thought like I said I posted it I typed it and I want to say I even texted it to my wife The thought or the revelation was that God can work within the confines of our decisions. And I didn't have any particular scripture to base it off of 
or anything of that nature. But I know it was during worship and it was during the songs and the set list was really good and the singing was really anointed. Um, I think the song Be Still by Hillsong Worship was sang and also King of Kings by Hillsong Worship. And during worship and preaching that, you know, it was during that time that uh, I am the most focused, you know, usual case scenario. Sometimes I can get distracted and things of that nature. But whenever I'm preaching and whenever I'm singing worship or whenever I'm in worship or hearing somebody preach, I'm really, really focused, tuned in to what's going on um, and just able to hear the voice of God. And hearing God's voice enables us to make sound decisions. And whenever we're able to hear God's voice, and, and I always hear people say things like, I can't hear God. When do you know it's God? And things of that nature. Just a little side note. Um, I think we'll be able to talk about that, too. So hopefully I'll remember to come back. To that. So again, hearing God's voice enables us to, to make sound decisions. And I believe that is what Second Timothy one Timothy, excuse me, <laughs> a little bit hungry. Second uh, Timothy one and seven is is speaking of uh, the King James version says the the phrase sound mind and other versions translate to self discipline and self control. I believe that it can be all three the decisions that um, we make with the guidance of god or with the guidance of the holy spirit <laughs> and that's where we get spooky sometimes um we're able to operate within his logic of mind or his logic or mind his teaching or his discipline and his example or control so what does this have to do with our decisions what does this have to do with our decisions? Again, and just going to backtrack a little bit. Um, a lot of times we'll hear people or even have said ourselves, I can't hear God. or I don't hear God. A lot of times we're listening for a supernatural voice, something that actually might sound spooky. <laughs> As a Christian, it may sound spooky. As a non-Christian, it may sound spooky or or whatever the situation may be, but it actually lets us know that we're looking for the supernatural in our belief system. And the cool part about God is, is that I know is that we can hear his voice in a number of ways. I, I, I know of people who have heard God's voice verbatim. I'm one of those people. I know people that have not heard God's voice, but have heard God's voice in someone else speaking to them because of something that they prayed about, read about, um, or 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 something of that nature, or other people that have heard God's voice in a, a feeling or a thought, which we have to be mindful of all things. But the Lord always says to try uh, the spirits to make sure that it's Him, and of course I'm paraphrasing, but. He he tells us to, to make sure it's him. And one of the best ways that we can know that it's God and one of the best ways that we can hear the voice of God or the voice of the Holy Spirit is by digging into our Bibles. And this is the reason why I, I picked those that one particular phrase of sound mind, self-control and self-discipline. And again, like I stated, those 
phrases come from three versions of the same scripture from second timothy one and seven and the scripture it says that the lord didn't give us the spirit of fear but of power love and of a sound mind or power love and self-discipline or power love and self-control and so i'm reading and i'm like okay do i have to just pick one and i'm like huh no i don't have to pick one because it's god we can't put god in a box so not putting god in a box means that i can pick a sound mind to read from the King James version and a sound mind is with God's logic. If we go off of God's logic, then that helps us out. Then self-discipline. And I looked at the word discipline. Discipline doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting a spanking or you're being told no, or you've been getting in trouble for something. Discipline is actually what we learned. It's, it's a, a, another derivative of disciple. Disciples are learners of Christ, learners of God's word. So we're learning or we're being taught the teachings of Christ. And then self-control is putting those two things together, the logic and the teaching of God to exhibit or example the control of God. So living off the example of God's control. So I didn't have to pick just one. I, I can live off of all three. So, um, like I said, I believe that that it can be all three. The, the decisions that we make with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, again, uh, we're able to operate within those particular areas. So what does this have to do with my decision or your decision or with any decision that anybody makes as a believer? Because of our freedom to decide or the free will that God has given us to decide for ourselves, combined with our fallen state, we are going to make decisions that may or may not be good. And the book of Genesis gives us multiple, and you see, I just said Genesis. I didn't even go into any other parts of the Bible. I just, I went and started at the beginning. The book of Genesis gives us multiple examples of decisions that were made because God gave us the free will to make decisions. I believe that's an example of his logic. Uh, an example, not as well, actually an example of his logic, an uh, example of his teaching and an example of, of his exam, his self-control as our God. And just an example of his sovereignty as God. And, and, I, my, my prayer is that I, I said that properly, but I do believe that free will is an, is an example of God's sovereignty towards us as our creator. So we know that because of free will, we may or may not make some good decisions. I know I've made some bad ones in my life, <laughs> um, but that takes me back to that phrase or revelation that God can work within the confines of our decisions. Because when we make a decision, God is always there, whether we've decided to follow him or if we've not made the decision to follow him. He's always there because of his omnipotence or his power and his omniscience, his knowledge. He is not confined to just leaving us to our own devices, plots, plans or whatever we decide to do, but is always able to provide us a way out of what seems to be no way out of situations so whenever we're faced with anything 
whenever we're faced with anything, just know that God is always able to operate. That's not saying that we take the, it's not saying that we, how am I, how am I trying to say this? That's not saying that we just do whatever we want to because God is going to be there. But it's just saying that if we make a mistake, God is not limited in any form or fashion not to be able to help us out of that. And if we make a decision that is detrimental in any form or fashion, God is always there. You look at the 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 thief on the cross or the two thieves on the cross. Both of them had a decision to make. Both of them had a decision to make. One chose to admit his sin, to confess that Jesus was the Savior, and to say, I'm sorry. He asked for forgiveness. He's like, I'm sorry. I, I deserve to be up here. But I know you don't. I know you're the Savior. You're the, you're the Messiah. And again, I'm paraphrasing. But he he had he went through that process, and Jesus was like, today you'll be with me in paradise. The other thief didn't. He just wanted to get down. He wanted to get down. That takes us into a whole nother podcast, but this one is just to encourage somebody today that if you've made a decision and it just looks like there's no way out of it, God is not limited. God can work within the confines of the decision that you've made. So one, I want to pray for someone today, myself included. So if if I if I ever talk about anything on these podcasts, uh, know that either I've experienced things in my life or that the Lord has given me a revelation to give to you guys or a combination of the two. Neither here nor there. It's for me just like it's for you. So, Lord God, we come before you right now thanking you for every person that is listening, every person that has made a mistake or made a decision that good or bad, it's made and the consequences are are there. We know, I know, that you are not limited because you are all powerful and you are all knowing, Lord. I know, Lord God, that you have contingencies set up for us. And the greatest contingency is the cross. The greatest plan you ever had for us was the cross after creation. Your son Jesus Christ. Your son Jesus Christ allows us not to be confined to our mistakes, our bad decisions, or the decisions of others where we had no control. So, Lord God, my prayer right now, Lord, is that we make a decision to follow you. We make a decision, Lord Jesus, to let you take the lead that we decide to open a place for you in our hearts. As you knock on the doors of our heart, that we let you in. And that we let you lead and that we become fully devoted followers of you and that we become the disciples that you've called us to be and that we make disciples and that that continue on until you come back for your people, for your bride, for your church. Lord God, continue to be with every single last person listening to this podcast and we will continue to just give you all honor glory, and praise. In your name we pray, Jesus.
Amen. Next few episodes, I want to go through some of the examples um, where God is working outside the confines of our decisions and the types of decisions that we make. Um, And of course, in no form or fashion is this uh, exhaustive, (laughs) but I believe it will give an encouraging outlook on our relationship with God. And maybe things won't seem so spooky. Or then again, it may get spooky because we we see the works and moves of the Holy Spirit. And not when I say it may get spooky, not in a in a bad way, but in a good way to where the operation of the Holy Ghost or we see the Holy Ghost operate in our lives on a normal basis because he he wasn't meant to be spooky to us. He was meant to be normal. So with that being said. I want everybody to just, you know, just don't worry about what you've done. Just make a decision to follow Christ. Our decisions in that respect cannot go wrong because God most definitely can work within the confines of our decisions because he's not limited to our way. And we become unlimited when we choose his way. So with that. You guys make sure whatever it is that you do, you do it only for Jesus. This is Ezra Case in the third for the Spooky Christian Podcast. You guys have a good one. Until next episode. Yeah.